0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it, or golf teachers Hall of Fame. Never doubt it, it's time for the truth, here's I do. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's I do. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney.
2: Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That is my website, and that's where you can go to find out information. If you are interested in getting a golf lesson from me, I teach at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, and uh, happy to help you here. You can also register for my free instructional videos. That's another way to get better at golf uh, at HaneyUniversity.com. And we got some great offers on there. Some Oh, uh, well, one of my books is on there. Some great training products and uh, some other great golf products. So go there and check it out, HaneyUniversity.com. All right, Masters recap: John Rom wins the Green Jacket, his second major win, his fourth win of the season, and that's what uh, we've been looking for—is somebody to be a dominant player. I mean, John Rahm's won four times in ten tournaments this year, and one of them was the the match place that he didn't win. So really, out of the stroke play events, he's won four out of nine tournaments. That is Tiger-esque. It's not quite Tiger Woods when he was uh, winning at a clip of fifty percent, but it is pretty darn close. John Rahm's only finished out of the top ten in. One stroke play event out of nine, and that was at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and he actually had a 65 in the opening round there, but uh, fell off after after that. Oh, of course, he WD'd from the players, so I guess we got to count that one, too. But still, f- phenomenal. Uh, what is that, eight... Uh, seven out of 10 tournaments, top 10, seven out of nine uh, stroke play events, top 10, four wins. He wins the Century Tournament Champions, big tournament, wins the American Express, uh, shooting 27 under in those first uh, two wins, proving he can, he can go low and then proving he can win on a tough course like he's won the U.S. Open, and not that he needed to prove it again, but also he, he wins the Masters only shooting 12 under where the course played really, really tough. Uh, and then he won at Genesis, the, uh, at Riviera. So he's, he's, not only is he winning, but he's winning on great golf courses. I don't think there's any doubt in the world uh, right now that John Rahm's the best player in the world. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, I think, is his is second best player. And uh, Rahm just had a, a, a little bit more at the at the Masters. Pr- pretty remarkable. I mean, I was watching online. and uh, And actually, I kind of liked watching online. Now it's it's not easy to watch the Masters, you know. For all the crap that people give the Live Golf about, oh, you got to watch it online, and it's hard to find, and this. Well, the Masters isn't exactly what you call easy. I mean, uh, you know, they, they get the the that second round finishing up and third round starting and whatever. You you know the guys are leading. You can't you don't even get to watch them. You got to watch the special group, or you got to go online. But I, I like watching online. I, it's, it's definitely part of of the uh, viewing experience now, and it's one of the reasons I, I, I don't pay much attention to all these ratings that they come out. They say, oh, only this many people watch. I mean, how do they judge that? I mean, how do they know how many people are watching online, all these different ways to watch? Uh, you know, you, you're watching on your app, you're watching on your phone, you're watching on your computer. I mean, you're watching on TV. Who knows what these numbers really mean? I, I, I think... Uh, you know golf viewing might be down a little bit on, on average but there's a lot of golf to be had out there and a lot of different ways you can view it and i think overall the eyeballs on golf are probably in pretty good shape and when i say down i mean like if you just look at the pj tour i'm sure it's down if you look at liv it's probably not a lot but i think if you combine everything and all the different ways to watch i, I don't think i don't think golf is is hurting for for viewers but when I was watching online, and John Rahm is on his first hole of the tournament. Of course, he was one of the players that everybody was picking. He was the co-favorite with Scotty Scheffler, and rightfully so. He is a heck of a player. There's no, there's there's no two ways about it. And uh, if if you looked at his 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 stats as he was entering the tournament, you know his strokes gained stats. He was his total number one, third tee to green. 28th off the tee, fourth in his approach shots to the green, 17th around the green, and 11th in putting. I mean, John Rom clearly at the at present day. I mean, he has not even anything that remotely approaches a weakness in his game. I, I don't know. I don't know what what the weakness would be. You can go through all his his, his statistics and. Uh, you know, approach shots from a hundred yards in, he's he's number one. Fairway proximity, he's number one. I mean, it's just he, he he is he is the best player, and there's there's no no two ways two ways about that. And he he, he showed it. But when he started off on that first day, and he four putts the first hole. You know, he le- left his first putt. I think he ran it by. I don't know. He just. It, at all. He kept running them by and, or left it short. Then he ran it by. Then he ran it by again. I and mean, it wasn't exactly a tap in for his, his, his fourth punt. And I, I thought, wow, I wonder what's going through his mind. He's played great this year. He's hyped up for the Masters. He's prepared and practiced. You know, I know what it's like to be there, get there on Sunday, practice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can't wait for the tournament to start. Finally, the tournament starts. You go out there, you hit the first screen. Not exactly close to the hole, but hit it in the middle of the green, kind of where you're supposed to. At least that's where the announcers say you're supposed to miss because whatever you do, you don't want to miss over. Pin was back left, uh, leaves the first putt short, misses the next one, runs the next one by, and, and I mean, what, I wonder what's going through his mind. I mean, I remember when Tiger Woods won at Torrey Pines, when he won on the on the broken leg, and he double bogeyed the first hole, but it wasn't with the four putt. It was with the wild tee shot, which Tiger, you know, hit many times off the, off the first tee. But tough to start off a tournament. I mean, always one of the big keys you have at a major championship is is don't make double bogeys. If you don't make a double bogey, uh, you're you're probably in decent shape to to do something. And Rom starts off with a double bogey on the absolute first hole. Doesn't mean he can, doesn't mean he can't win. Obviously, he did. Uh, doesn't mean he can't win if you three putt. Obviously, he he did. But when you have a four putt. That's the equivalent of two three putts and, and with my formula, you know, penalty shots, two chips and three putts, and the reason penalty shots and two chips and three putts are the things you have to avoid is they lead to double bogeys. And when you you have a a four putt, there you go, you got a double bogey even after you had a green greener regulation. And it's not good. I remember Steve Williams always used to say, "We just got to not make a double this week. Got to not make a double this week." And that, you know, that's that's a a penalty shot and out of bounds, a penalty shot and a three putt, a muffed chip, and then a you know a, 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 a don't get it up and in from there, whatever it might be. But to do that on the first hole, John Rahm had to be thinking, you know, what in the world's going on here? And then he hit his next drive on the second hole. And as soon as he hit it it, was, it, it looked like it was too far left. Now you know, I think, okay, double the first hole, and you got to get something back on number two. And he hits his next drive and he's got his arm up, he's pointing to the left, and he thinks he thinks its he thinks it's, gone, he thinks it's in trouble. All you got to do is get it going a little too far left. It'll clip the tree, and then you're just hoping it doesn't kick left because if it kicks left, it's a severe slope down to the creek, and there's a penalty shot down there. Uh, and, and he's pointing over there to the left with his with his hand, and the ball somehow doesn't hit anything. Ends up miles down there, and he ends up, you know, making, making birdie there. And then, you know, long story short, everybody knows he shoots 65 the first round, seven under par, which is an unbelievable score at Augusta National. And he does it with a four putt on the first hole. So that, to, to overcome that is incredible. He had no penalty strokes for the week, which was which was a great thing. But he had five three putts, which doesn't count the four putt. And I count the four putt as two three putts because it's the equivalent of. So he really had six six three putts. You know, on the on the statistics, it'll list him as five, but it's really six because one of them was a four putt, and. He had, nobody on the tournament had had as many three putts as he did and yet he still he still won the tournament by four shots. Now I, you know I I remember when Tiger won in 2018 and Brooks Kepka had five penalty shots and six three putts so that totals 11 and he lost that tournament by one shot. So I mean theoretically he could he could add you know a toll of nine penalty shots and and, and three putts and still won the tournament, but he ended up losing it by by one shot. But Rahm wins by four with the equivalent of six three putts. I mean, that is a super, super dominant performance. Rahm is the player that, you know, if if, if we're looking for... You know, who's the, the, the next great player? Who's the best player in the world? I mean, Scheffler is impressive. I don't think there's any doubt about that. It's, it's Scheffler and, and Rom. It's just, it just, you know, Rory McIlroy misses the cut. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and Rory's a great player, and he's so talented, and he's going to win more. He isn't putting as good this year, though, and that's a that's a problem, okay? But he he, he misses, misses the cut there. You know, he's trying to complete the career grand slam. It's tough for him. But Rahm is the guy, and I've told this story a few times. When I first heard about, you know, John Rahm was, I was, I was out filming instructional videos at a golf course in uh, North Scottsdale uh, co- called uh, Desert Forest. Great golf course, beautiful golf course, phenomenal golf course. And after I got done filming one day, they drove me around. They said, "Here, I want you, Hank, drive around, and look at the course." So I drove around, and looked at the course. I said, "This course looks..." Awesome. And it's a typical desert course, although even more so because it's really, really tight. They did not move a lot of dirt. They do not irrigate a lot. You can't irrigate a lot here because of of the water restrictions. And it just looks like it's a penalty shot everywhere. You miss a fairway, it's a penalty shot. You miss a green, it's a penalty shot. Tight around the greens. This is the hardest golf course I've ever seen. What's the course record out here? A lot of touring pros live in Scottsdale. A lot of touring pros play out there and have played out there. And uh, Arizona State University team plays out. They got a lot of good players play out there. And I said, "What's the course record?" And I think they said the course record was sixty-eight. And I'll, and I'll, I'll never forget this because I was on Twitter watching on Twitter. It must have been a couple months after that. And uh, Tim Mickelson, F- uh, Phil's brother, Tim was the coach at Arizona State. This is where John Rom went to school. And John Rom. Uh, you know, it was known to be a great player. I mean, you know, every, it, it, people had definitely heard about John Rahm. But Tim Mickelson one day tweeted out, Congratulations to John Rahm on shooting a course record at Desert Forest 62. And I thought to myself, Holy crap. I mean, a college player broke a course record held by professionals when a lot of professionals have played this golf course desert forest a lot of them have played the golf, and he broke the course record by six shots I'm like that is absolutely unbelievable this was his his last year in college and and not long after that he started playing in the pro tournaments and Phil Mickelson even before he'd won a tournament Phil Mickelson said he's a top five player in the world and I mean, for for a college player and and one of the greatest players of all time, Phil Mickelson is calling him a top five player in the world today. Well, I I knew John Rahm was good, and uh, you know the, the U.S. Open victory at Torrey Pines w- was certainly you know some validation to that. But the other validation to it was was my friend Tommy Armour III, who's you know played the tour forever and and knows knows. You know golf like like nobody's business. I mean, Tommy knows golf. He knows golf swings. He knows golf. He knows the tour, and he said that he had played with uh, John Rom out at uh, McKenna, which is in in uh, Discovery Land property in in Hawaii, and they'd played there for like three days or something. And 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 this was a you know big group of pros out there, and all great players. They were all playing out there together. And Tommy told me, he said John Rom is going to be best player in the world. John Rom is going to be number one. Now the only other time he told me this was, well, he's told me a lot of things about great players over the years, but 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 he told me that same thing about Dustin Johnson before Dustin Johnson was number one in the world. Tommy said the same thing. But he said this John, and the thing about John Rom that Tommy said, he said this guy is just. It doesn't matter how much he wins; he's just going to be hungry to win again. He just wants to win, and it's easy to say people don't play for money. I mean, it's it's really easy to say, considering the fact that John Rom's made thirteen million dollars already this year, and that doesn't count bonuses for PIP, bonuses for uh, you know FedEx Cup points. I mean, John Rom might make. Who knows what he's going to make? I mean, he may make $30 million this year on the PGA Tour. Who knows? Uh, So so it's easy. When somebody's making $30 million and they say, I don't play for money, I mean, it's hard for me to kind of understand what the heck they're talking about because it's easy to say when you're making that amount of money. But Tommy said, this guy is just so hungry, so thirsty, and he is so good. I think one day at at uh, McKinney he he told me Ram shot 59 or something or 60 or it was something ridiculous up there. the guy can the guy can can shoot low but to shoot 65 in the first round with a four putt double on the first hole think about it two over par everything going through your head but finding that drive on number 2 and hitting it on the green making birdie that was a big that was a big key and sure enough he uh you know he 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 f- Fought back that round and then he was in control of the, you know, pretty much the whole rest of the way. Although, you know, Kepka had the lead, but I'm watching the closeout of the, you know, and I, I'm, I like Kepka. So, I mean, these are two of my favorite players, Kepka and Rom. Of course, I, 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 I kind of like to, to see uh, Kepka win uh, just because, you know, all the, the, the corrupt golf media wouldn't like it. Uh, so so I knew, you know, that's why I'm cheering for, for kepka because the corrupt golf media would hate it if an LIV player won. Although, by the way, LIV players uh, finish second, Phil Mickelson, third, Kepka, and uh, what would a Patrick Reed finish fourth? Uh, that's pretty good right there. Uh, it, pretty good. And, and, of course, they're going to, you know, tell you, you know, some BS about how well uh, – you know, Kepka blew it in the fourth round because he's only used to playing three rounds. I mean, these—I don't know why these guys just don't cut it out. I mean, come on, enough's enough. Great players over there at Liv. Great players on the PGA Tour. There's only 48 guys on the Liv, and they finish second, third, and fourth in the Masters. I mean, that is—that's pretty strong. I mean, come on, let's 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 be fair, okay? Just just be fair. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Just just be fair. But when Kepka had that lead, and I thought. Okay, Rom's got all these three putts piled up. He can't afford a penalty shot. He can't afford a three putt, is what I'm thinking. Uh, coming the rest of the way because he's used them all up and then some. Uh, and I thought Kepka, you know, has has like, he, I don't think he had a three putt yet in the tournament. And I thought, wow, I mean, he's not playing as good. I thought to myself, he's not playing as good as he did in 2019 when he when he shoulda coulda won uh, when Tiger won it because he's because there he had the five five uh, penalty shots and and six three putts so he's not playing as good he's got no penalty shots no three putts and you know but he's up by like three or he's up by four at one point whatever but I, I, I thought you know it He's he's not he's not playing quite as good. This isn't over, but it's a kind of a two man show. They try to make you think it's not on the you know telecast. They try to make you think the the whole thing you know it's getting close. This guy's three under. This guy, I'm like, he's three under. He's three under the Why are they showing a guy that's three under for the tournament when John Rahm's like eleven under? You know the guy's got six holes to play. What's he gonna do? Like uh you know start holing out five irons and and I mean it's just it's not it's not gonna happen. They're not. They're not. Uh, they They're not winning. They keep trying to. You know. Oh, it, it, you know. The guy's two under par, and the announcer goes, "Well, that's the start he needed when he birdied the second hole." Well, that's the start he needed. And he's like. He's like ten shots behind. It's. it's, it's there's. There's no start. He, he needed. He needed. Uh, to, to make uh, one on the first three holes, and he'd be in the tournament. No, it, 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 the, the, the tournament's over. For it was a two. It was a, a two man deal. You know, Mickelson snuck in there and shoot, shoots the eight under, and uh, you know he, he ends up tying with Kepka. You didn't feel like Mickelson had a chance unless Rom, you know, I, like I saw, I was sitting there with my buddy Rick Silver, and I said the only way, the only way Mickelson's got a chance is that Kepka's got to hit in the water on eleven or twelve, period. Because if he doesn't hit in the water in the water on eleven or twelve, he's going to play it. He'll he'll play it safe on thirteen if he doesn't get a good drive, and he'll play it safe on fifteen if he doesn't get a good drive. And he's not going to hit it in the water. He hits the ball solid, so he's not going to hit it in the water if he's got a good drive, unless it's a, you know marginal deals. And he got the good drive on 13. So the only chance he had to give up that lead was to hit it in the water on, on a, a, a 11 or 12, and he didn't hit the safe shot on 12 and hit you know good, two good shots on on 11 and and um, you know he avoided the penalty shots and and, and that was it. But but back to Kepka. The killer for him. I'm watching this. I'm watching them finish up the third round, and he's kind of cruising. He's got the three-shot lead and, you know, whatever. He's, he's going along. You know, I look on there on 17. And Kepka's suspect with the with – the, he's suspect with his speed on putts. He just is. I mean, you know, he, he, if you look at his statistics, his putting has been good. Not great. Good. But he, is, he, he putted great in four majors. I mean, just like, like, it's like, you know, Kyle Morikawa's kind of done that, where he's, he's, he's putting better this year, Morikawa is, but, but his best two putting tournaments ever were in major championships, the Open Championship and the PGA. It just so happened, fired his best putting, you know, tournaments when it mattered most. Well, Kapka had done that in the past. He looked like a great putter because he putted great in major championships before that he won. But statistically, he wasn't a great putter. And when I watch him play, and I watch him play a lot, his speed on his putts is not great. So he get, he's on the 17th hole finishing up the third round, and he's got like a – it looked like a 20-footer. It might have been 25 feet. It wasn't 30. I can tell you that much. It wasn't 30 feet. And he leaves that thing like four feet short. And now – and he misses it. And I thought, whoa. And now the lead's down to two, see? Now the lead's down to two. Big difference, two or three. Big difference. I mean, he would have needed more than, you know, he would have needed a lot more than that. But it's just a big difference. And I thought, oh, man, that's a big, you know. And, and they interviewed him afterwards. And he said, I'm you know, I'm happy to be up by two. What's he going to say? You know, uh, uh, you know, I feel like I gave the term away. No, he's going to, you know, it's a stupid question. That's what the media asks is stupid questions. Uh, clearly, he, he he's pissed that he gave the shot away. Clearly, he, he wishes he was up by three. But, you know, Kepka's Mr. Cool. He's going to say, oh, I'm fine with two. I was up by two when the day started. I'm playing great and da, da, da. da. But that was a big, big turning point. I thought to myself, that's his first three putt, bad time for that to happen. Three shots would be a lot better, you know, going into to the, the you know, last round than, than two shots. And then he came out and hit that first drive, straight left, you know, still got it on the green, got lucky, got a shot, hit it over the trees, knocked on a great shot, good two putt, good lag putt there but then he missed the putt on two, you know, two he's got that he's got a good drive there Kepka and he's got the iron shot he couldn't hit it. He didn't, you know, he hit it in a bunker. And, and that's not the place to hit it. You know, if you miss it you want to miss it in the left bunker where Rom did. You got an easier up and in, you could just kind of feed it out of the bunker, let it roll down the hole. You know, Kepka hit a, actually a, a probably a better bunker shot than Rom but didn't didn't, you know, hit it as close as him and uh, Kepka misses, Rom makes. And, you know, I started feeling like, ooh, this is, this is, uh, this is looking like ROM. ROM, ROM. You know, the, the thing that ROM, when, when you look at, at, at ROM and you, you look at, at the statistics on the term, which, you know, I, you listen to me, you know I love to look at the statistics. ROM hit four more greens in regulation than uh, Kepka hit. So that's a, that, that's a big thing. And, you know, and, and i think only there's only like one player in the field that hit uh more uh greens and regulation than Rahm did so that's a that's that's a big that's a big deal right there
1: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs?
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And then you look at the fairways, and Rahm missed. Uh, I think he missed eight fairways, so he missed two fairways around. So he hit like four fairways more than Kapka, four fairways more, and four greens more. That's a that's a that's a big difference in ball striking. Yeah, if you hit those greens, you're probably gonna. You know, be in pretty good shape because they just roll off so much. They're not easy to hit. They look big, but they're not. Because you got to land the ball in a certain section, or it's just going to roll right off the green. And Rom struck the ball better than Kepka, w- way better. It over it allowed him to overcome the uh, the the three putts that he had, and you know, is a, a well deserved victory. And that is a cool story. I mean, Rom uh, seems seems like a really nice guy. Uh, he, he's a he's a tough competitor you know he he took a lot of crap about you know, his his attitude, but I mean, my God, come on. You know, you, you know, when they were giving him all that crap about his attitude, what was he, 24, 25 years old, 23 years old? I mean, and he kept saying he's, you know, working on it, he's getting many he has, and he's, he's, you know, and they still keep bringing it up, you know. Uh, he, gets, he gets too hot. Well, I mean, you know, the guy wants to win. I, I, don't, I don't think he gets too hot. I think he, he looks like he's just the right temperature to me. Uh, I don't see how it gets in his way. The guy's won two majors. He's won four times this year. He's 28 years old. He's already in the Hall of Fame. I don't think I don't think there's any doubt about that. Two majors and and how many? He's got 11 career wins. I don't know where all those wins are. And they're not, I don't think they're all on the PGA Tour, but they might. You know, and, and he's won in Europe. He's he's got 11 wins. He's got he's got uh, two majors. He's a Hall of Famer. He's 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 already he's 28 year old Hall of Famer, and, and there's, you know he's not done yet. He's going to win a bunch more uh, with with the way he he strikes the golf ball. He's he's uh, he's a special one. There's, you know we're looking for a special one, and he's he's the special one. Kepka uh, feels like he's back on his game. Uh, you, you know that was uh, a good effort by him, but uh, you know and not 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 quite good enough. Uh, Mickelson was a great story. I'm going to talk about about that uh, another day, but uh, it was incredible. Mickelson, 52 years old, finishing. Uh, Finishing second place at the Masters, coming from nowhere, shooting seven under in the the fourth round, seven under in the fourth. Now, you know, it's a come from behind, seven under, it's a backdoor, second place finish. But when you're 52, my God, you know, uh, 52, uh, second place finish, and that's uh, at the Masters. I mean, that's pretty good. And you know what? Uh, Give the LIV a little credit. Uh, Mickelson second, tied with Kepka. Uh, you know, first, second, and then Patrick Reed, fourth. Uh, So of the top five players, top five players, Rom, Mickelson, Kepka, Spieth, and Patrick Reed, top five players, three of the top five, LIV. That's pretty good. But number one is like they pointed out somebody quick to wait. Yeah, but, but the green jacket goes to the PGA Tour. Well, the green jacket goes to John. Rahm. You know I You know why? John Rom one of my favorite players. He hasn't he hasn't said any stupid stuff about LIV. He's just you know he's got friends over there. He's 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 he hasn't said any stupid stuff. It's just you know what? They play over there. We play over here, and we meet in the majors. And I don't think there's any doubt about it that uh, the the majors are where it's at, and this LIV. PGA Tour thing has made it so that there now there are really four real tournaments. There's no two ways about that. Four real tournaments on the PGA Tour and John Ram's won the big one in the Masters. He's got the green jacket. It's pretty cool to see. Pretty cool. All right, uh Remember my voodoo pain relief cream. If you've got the aches and pains, if you got the arthritis pain, the product will definitely, absolutely help you. It's guaranteed, and uh, there's a reason why everybody who tries it keeps reordering over and over again because they know it works. But the muscle soreness, joint pain, arthritis pain, it is absolutely a great product, so check that out. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit, hit, the, uh, hit that follow button so you get it every day. And I hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Andy Podcast.